Hey, Lay, what did you do to make a mark on this world? What mountains did you climb? Which angels gave you their wings? Which skies have you flown? And when you reached the heavens, who was there to catch you when you fell? Did they tell you that you saved them too? Like you saved me? That they're mending your wings and holding them up to the sun? Just to step back and watch you fly. So go ahead. Fly. Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critic Cap. Today, I have with me the lovely and very outspoken Nikki Lachey. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, world. How are you? I hope you guys are staying safe and having fun and making money. Oh, uh, yes. We do hope that. And also, too, uh, you know, you know, we're going to set us, you know, set aside jokes. Um, we might not have a news portion today, but the only news we want to give is to, uh, you know, give our deep, sincere um, uh, apologies and our blessings to the family condolences. of and condolences. <laughs> yes, to uh, the Chatwick uh, Bowen family, and um, yeah, and this, you know, such a tragedy. A lot of people, you know, were shook and rocked by this. Uh, he was 43 years old. Um, he passed away from uh, stage four cancer, colon cancer. And uh, it's just amazing that he was able to work through that whole situation. You know what I mean? And uh, one of the actors, uh, one of the leads from um, the, the Five Bloods um, actually did an interview. And he was saying that he noticed that, you know, he had somebody massaging his shoulders, you know, like during in between takes. He had somebody massaging his shoulders, massaging his feet, and his wife was holding his hand, referring to Chadwick. And uh, he just thought that, you know, because he went back home to speak to his wife. I can't think of the actor's name from the Five Bloods, the uh, lead actor. But uh, when he went back to his wife, you know, the wife asked him about, you know, how's Chadwick? You know what I mean? Like, you know, he was like, he's a little, you know, not soft, but he's being pampered too much. And he thought that it was actually um he's just a diva right right he was like yeah he he even said he said man i was thinking like dang you know he really took black panther to his head he really (laughs) thinks he's king uh, t'challa so um but yeah come to find out you know he had a breakdown uh you know he was very upset you know just thinking that because you know sometimes you never know what another person is going through and i get it if you don't know what's really going on and you see somebody just getting pampered like that yeah of course you know, that person isn't showing any signs of hurt, you know, or pain or physical pain or whatever. So you're just going to assume other things, thinking that person is, uh, you know, uh, uh, healthy, but not knowing what is going on in the background. Right. You know what I mean? What so they're dealing with and why they're at that point. 
Right, right. So we definitely want to send our deep uh, condolences um, to uh, the Bozeman family. And uh, yeah, and I guess that'll that'll be it for uh, that situation. Oh, yeah, because the other thing, too, before I uh, get off of it, when you told me you called, when you uh, text me and you showed me that, I was like, oh, that's BS. You know, where do they come from? You're like, come on. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I was at work and um, I get a text from uh, Nikki. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, right. You know what I mean? I didn't think anything of it. And then all of a sudden, I, I kind of felt maybe 25% because I remember that video of him when he was real sick. But then we talked about it in one of the podcasts that we did. But you mentioned the fact that he was getting treated for cancer and you couldn't even tell that he was getting treated for when doing the film of the movie. I, I said that he was getting treated for cancer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do not remember that. Yeah, you mentioned it in one of the because he, he was in several movies that we reviewed and you mentioned it in one of the... Um, it must have been for the Five Bloods then. I think it was before the Five Bloods. Didn't he do the... Was it The Bankers or something? No, that wasn't him. Well, it was another movie. What other movie was he in that we did the review? You mean, you know what? You're right because that was the most recent one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you did. That was the most recent one. You did mention it then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, wow. Okay. I have to go back and listen to that. But um yeah, so but in the back of my mind, I kind of was like, yeah, he, he was a little sick looking, you know, when he did the interview. Now, like, nah. So I Googled it, and it was like, you know, it was just reports everywhere. <laughs> so I'm, you know, so I'm in the office, I'm in there with the guys, you know what I'm saying? But I'm feeling some type of way. So I'm like, man, I'm about to do my. Usually, I don't do my patrol right away, and so I was like, the hell with that. I'm about to patrol. So I uh I left, walked around. You know, then I went to the spa and I just started crying. I had to let the tears go. Really? Yeah, man. I was like that. Oh, I was like, that, was, that was a sweet part of the Sour Patch Kid mentality. They don't know anything about the Sour Patch Kid mentality. That you are a Sour Patch Kid? No, I'm not. You I'm are a Sour Patch Kid. No. One minute he'll be all nice and kind, and then the next minute he's threatening to kick somebody out and everybody kick somebody out of where kick somebody out your out his house and out his bedroom and kick him off the couch he's he really means sometimes why, why am i kicking people out of my bedroom why, 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 are people, kid. why are people in my bedroom in the first place i don't know what they doing in your bedroom but you definitely kick them out and then you turn around and then hug them and you want to check and make sure they okay you kick them out <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Of, of you, the Sour Patch Kid. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, yeah. So yeah. So basically, Nikki, you you made me cry. I just had to let it out. I was. I actually, you know, that it was like a few days, man. This thing about it. I, I only two. It's it's weird though. As of late, like like celebrities never upset me when they pass. Like when Biggie passed, you know. No, excuse me, Pop. He passed. I just I just felt like you know disappointed. And then when Biggie passed, you know what I'm saying? It was like, damn, you know, I didn't, I never really felt sad. I don't think I might've shed a tear when Biggie passed. I don't remember. I don't know. I just, I felt a little sad, but then Aaliyah passed. It was more so shock. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Left Eye passed. It was sad. I don't think I cried when Left Eye passed. Did you cry when Prince sad. passed away? When Michael Jackson passed, I didn't cry. When Prince passed, I didn't cry. I felt sad for when they both passed. Like, damn, you know, it doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? And I really cried. What about with... Harold Washington? You Who? cried with Harold? Harold Washington. Who the heck is Harold Washington? Oh, he's the mayor of Chicago. 
He cried. Everybody, when he died, everybody was sad. Oh, I didn't even know who uh, Harold well, Washington Well, you should have cried for Harold Washington. I don't know who Harold Washington You should have cried for Harold Washington. <laughs> I, cried, I, I cried when Nipsey also passed. Because I met, I met Nipsey also. Like that time when 50 Cent jumped uh, Gunplay G-Unit. I'm the one that showed Nipsey Hussle in his phone. I said, man, why you let why y'all let gunplay get jumped like that? You know, he was like, what you talking about? I said, you ain't gonna fight. He said, no, nah. I said, man, it's on World Star. He came over to me, you know what I'm saying, and opened his phone up and we went to World Star. And he was like, oh shit, he did get jumped. So like I actually had an interaction with Nipsey Hussle. You know what I'm saying? Like he's so cool. Man, I cried like like my cousin passed away, man. <laughs> when uh, you know, and um Kobe, I was sad when Kobe passed. But I cried when I found out Gigi passed with him. Because I was like, damn, you know, at least Gigi's going to carry on his legacy. Because I really uh, wanted to watch Gigi, follow Gigi through her career through college to the WNBA and see how she, you know, advances the W. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's, you know, like that was my, I was like, I never watched college basketball before, but I'm going to watch hers. You know what I'm saying? She passed. I cried then. And then, of course, when Chadwick Boseman passed, I did cry. So. Those are the only three times I remember crying, you know. I did cry now when E.T. died too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when, when he turned white, when E.T. turned white, I, I can't. I and then take when it. they come to your job, you're going to put them out. It's pretty quiet. <laughs> anyway, so that's it. Uh, Back to the sour. <laughs> whatever. It ain't no sour. But uh, yeah, so yeah, so, you know, definitely want to send our condolences to the Bozeman family. And, um, you know, you all be safe out there. There was a few people who passed away. Uh, the uh, coach, you know, ex-coach for the Hoyas, um, Georgetown Hoyas, uh, you know, uh, who, who else? Someone else passed, too. I can't think of who it was. Um, then you have um, Ricky Smiley. He he was in ER recently. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, so it's, you know, everybody, y'all need to take care of yourselves, you know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, just look after one another and, you know, make sure you get up with family and look after family because we don't know where we're going to now, what's going to happen because these are new roads we're going on. So, um, yeah, so definitely, you know what I'm saying? Make sure your family and friends are okay and, you know, do things with them and be safe at the same time. All right. So, uh we're going ahead and get into it. You ready to get into it? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. So today we will be reviewing. Lovecraft Country. Holy Ghost, Episode 3. Now, the director for this episode, you have Daniel Sackheim. Uh, he directed Glass House. Uh, he directed some episodes from True Detective series, the Ozark series, and Better Call Saul series. And also, the writer for the actual novel is Matt Ruff. Um, he's the author for the Lovecraft Country novel. Uh, now, just to give you a quick log line, a misunderstood young black woman purchases a house in an well, excuse me, in an all white, well-off community. Now she has to fight head on with racism, broken bonds with her sister and a haunted house. That wasn't just one house, that was a mansion. 
Didn't it have like 13 rooms or something? Right, yeah, it was. It, it was it a was, mansion. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. With yeah. an elevator. Yeah. Three floors, not including the basement. Right. And then, then you had the other the other floor, wasn't it? The one it was with the, four floors the total. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It, you was know. A, it was a mansion. Everything that you anybody knew that she wanted to create it into like a boarding home. Right. For blacks. Right. And uh just to kind of give you some side notes on the characters, you have uh Hippolyta, who is played by Anjanu Ellis. Um, she was in Men of Honor, Undercover Brother, and Ray. And also in November of 2021, uh, she'll be playing uh, playing in King Richard. Um, it's the story of Venus and Serena's father. I Ooh. think that'll be interesting because, you know, he, he stood up for his sister. Somebody was talking trash. I think the interviewer was speaking, was kind of talking to his daughter in a certain way. He came on the set, you know, to let that suspected white supremacist talk to his daughter any kind of way. He came on the set and checked him. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, you can actually watch it on YouTube. So go ahead and watch that where uh, uh, Venus and Serena's father came in there and uh, checked the news reporter. And also uh, Tree. Um, I, I'm not going to do the other characters that we've already gone over. So I'm just going to introduce new characters like Tree, who uh, for some reason Tick didn't get along with. I think, you know, maybe something he did in, he did in the past for him to kind of have some type of distance. Well, I, I think it, it had something to do with his father, of course, because it was, yeah, wasn't he the same guy that he when he when I think it was on episode one when he went to the bar looking for his dad. Yeah, he was the bouncer. Tree was the yeah, bouncer. Yeah, he was the bouncer there, and he kind of you kind of seen that they, they weren't really friend friendly. They weren't friendly friends, right? Um, yeah. when they talked in, because he's like, "Man, you back at the town? You don't got them them big old glasses? You ain't got none of yeah, that?" Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And Tick wasn't hearing none Tick of that. Tick was like, "Look, I ain't, I ain't hate, I ain't hit from that. I just need to know." Where's the bartender at? So I can right. find my dad. That's all I want. Yeah. And, and then this time in this encounter, the guy was trying to talk about how him and um Libby used to have Letty used to have a used to have a relationship back when she was in high school. Right. And he right. wanted to do it again. Right. Again, tick yeah. like I ain't I ain't I don't want to hear nothing you talking about. Right. <laughs> so and uh Tree, he's being played by Deron J. Powell. Um, he was in uh, Widows and Chicago Med. Now the story uh, is like Letty. She purchases purchases a new home um, in a comfortable white neighborhood from uh, the inheritance that her alleged that she allegedly received from her mother. Um, that story brings further conflict to a healing relationship between Letty and her sister Ruby. Now, uh, originally, uh, like you, like you mentioned earlier, Nikki, uh, she wanted to open the house for the, the helpless and unfortunate black people, but she mostly invited all of her artsy friends. Um, and, and her she, sister. she went back yeah, and, and her, she sister, her sister, she went back on a word. And that's where I think the sister was supposed to help her. And the sister even called her out on that it was like, yo, this is supposed to be for the unfortunate black people, but yet you just brought all your art friends up here. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, I felt that was, that was uh you know interesting um also uh you had it where her sister was upset with her um well actually her, uh, being upset with her sister was the least of her troubles because now she has to deal with the neighborhood racism lady uh and also isn't the one to let things go especially after experiencing vampire dogs and wizards <laughs> so you know like she really didn't take any mess um she actually scared off some of the residents that were staying in that boarding home but um, also, Letty uh, has to come across the terrifying truth that 
her newly purchased home is haunted. haunted. Yes. And Tick gets involved and the adventures pick up again. So, um, yeah, so that, that's that's one thing that I really um, I, that, that was pretty cool. I, I did like the setup um, from that point, you know, but um, but we open up with Letty in the church uh, with uh, Leomi Mo, uh, Moldonado, Nike, New York City, uh, New York City, Be True campaign. Um, narrating in the background. Remember when Letty was in the church and you hear like a speech in the background? Yeah, I thought that it was uh, Letty's sister, Ruby. And it was something that's going to happen in the future between Letty and her sister. And Letty was basically, you know, saying, you know, uh, you know, basically saying that you're an angel type of thing. Like, you know, like what makes you go further on when you get your wings, do you fly high? And when you, you know, when you fall, like who catches you is the person that you save that catches you, type of thing. I'm kind of paraphrasing the poem, but you know, I you know, I kind of you know thought that maybe something you know, that was Ruby saying that. For me, in actuality, they weren't. It wasn't her reciting the poem, but it does kind of break down of this episode of what they dealt with with their type of relationship that the sisters had. The fact that the older sister kind of referenced the fact the fact that she's always been there for Libby and mm. she's always been Libby. What's her name? Libby. Letty. Letty. She's always been there for Letty and she gives her money and she support her even despite the fact that she didn't show up for the mom's funeral or she hasn't really been a uh, contributing part of the relationship with the sisters. She, right. She's just a taker. She's not a giver. And then the fact when she told her sister that we're we going to do this for us, we're going to do it together, you you, you kind of have high hopes like maybe she does care about me. Maybe she's not taking advantage of me. Maybe we are going to build a better relationship. You have all of these positive thoughts about the future and then to find out that your sister deceived you. Yeah, we don't want to get too too far in there because we're still at the we're still at the church, <laughs> you know. But uh, but but yeah, because um, uh, that was the other thing too. The because uh, I thought maybe that that poem was uh, maybe in in reference to um, um, Chadwick Boseman because of you know that sound like you know a lot of people were saying about him like how. How he was there to support everyone, even in his in his time of need. You know what I mean? Some people do look at him like an angel, you know, or even being a hero. For being the first hero, you know, you know, not first black superhero, but I guess uh, under you know the Marvel umbrella. I know you mm-hmm. had um, uh, Wesley Snipes and uh, Blade. But I mean, I guess in the whole Marvel universe, right, and it Marvel went universe. worldwide. You and know what I mean? The fact that it did so well, right? And it's, it's like a, he was an icon for all of these little kids who right. are black little kids who aspire to be like a superhero. Right. And so you know, and and, and within that, I felt like that was a great tribute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if it was, but that's what my mind went to. Like, I mean, you can't look at it that way, but I'm sure this, that the feminine was done way, way before Chad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. But, you know, they could have added. Nah, they wouldn't have. I don't know. I don't know if they would have done that. The, I, don't I know. think that the poem kind of it, 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 it matches this episode. So it was, oh, okay. it was in reference to the whole relationship of, of all three people in there. It was the, well, actually, was it? It was Letty, her sister. Um, the what's the guy? The, the mother. The, the wife. Tip? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hippolyta. Hippolyta. Her and um, 
the nephew, Nikki or um, Tick. Tick. Yeah. Tick. So it was like that whole dynamic, that whole dynamic of their relationship. I think the poem kind of points out to each one of them in the situation that they're dealing with. Okay, and and you know, and just to, you know, it, it was it was actually uh, the commercial, like I mentioned before, it was uh, for Nike and the transgender Vogue dancer Leomi. Uh, Monado, because I, I really thought that they were saying uh, um, Letty, but they were actually saying Leomi. Because she said the name, I'm like, oh, they're saying Letty, you know what I mean? But they're saying actually Leomi. Um, so I was confused by the poem, but the poem was dope. Um, also, the uh, a lot of people were saying that the church scene was a funeral but we didn't see a casket there so i, I don't I so was, was he was he cremated you know I what i mean thought so, it was the funeral because i do remember seeing a wife and you've seen her every, expression and every yeah I, they were doing they're having the holy ghost but yeah. nobody but nobody has the holy ghost at a funeral i've never seen the holy ghost at the funeral they have it at church well i i thought it was a funeral as well but you're right it wasn't a casket it was a casket it was it did show the show that they were they were at a church right having some type of service right but we don't know if it was well from the evidence we can say that it wasn't the funeral yeah it wasn't because we didn't see a casket unless he was cremated and again i i don't think it would have been even if it was that it would have been more tears than it was of her even though they said it's a celebration but it would have been a little bit more Sad emotion, emotion. yeah. Because yeah. they, yeah, like I said, nobody gets the Holy Ghost at a funeral. I've never seen that. Yeah. I've been to plenty of I've funerals. Seen I've, you've I've seen, seen it. I have. I have grandmothers. You can get a funeral, and then they the got thing, the Holy Ghost at the funeral. Look, nope, they got the Holy Ghost. And then the thing about when my grandmother got the Holy Ghost, I was. I remember when I went to church with her as a little kid, and we also attended a funeral together. It was just her and I together, and. um I was a little kid. I want to say that I was probably about, I was under 10. I know I was under 10. And my grandmother warned me too. I'm like, that's why I always think this whole, this people get the Holy Ghost, they ass be faking. I don't believe that stuff is for real. Because my grandmother got the Holy Ghost, she said, okay, baby, you just stay here and, and don't move. Okay, she warned me first. <laughs> she said, you stay here and don't move. I'll be back. And then she stood up and got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> yo, yo. And then they grabbed her and they took her to the back and they gave her water. <laughs> and then when she told me, do I stay my ass there? Where did she came back? <laughs> oh, baby, you were such a good girl. Glad you stayed put. No, I, I found out about the Holy Ghost when I was in church. They brought, I remember the church I went to in uh, Savannah Seaport shot you out uh, and they brought a woman from California and and you know and she was did it and all the you know all the people the congregation went to the front she would touch your head you would shake and fall out now it was a kid that was there and he was real he was, he was a cool kid you know kind of you know honest most kids are really kind of you know uh, uh, honest about certain things and you know he this kid was and this kid wanted to be a minister so he went up there too so she's touching everybody and I say, okay, this kid right here is going to be my marker. If this kid falls out, then I know it's real. You know what I'm saying? Because the kid is real like, you know, we knew the kid. So, you know, but if he doesn't, you know what I'm saying, something up. So she went down the line touching everybody's head, everybody's walling on the floor, squirming and stuff. And so the kid was the last one 
and she touched the kid's head. No, actually, it wasn't the last one. It was the second to the last one. Yeah, the third to the last, the second to the last. She touched the kid's head. The kid stood there with his hands open, and she tries to jerk you to make you fall. But the kid, you know, was a, you know, kid kind of useful. He kind of, you know, probably played baseball, basketball, whatever. He was a little athletic, so she jerked him to make him fall. He kind of caught his balance, and he stood there. And then when she saw that he wasn't going to fall, she went to the next person, and they fell waddling on the floor. They fell. So you got a whole bunch of adults waddling on the floor, and he's sitting up there with his arms out, looking around him mm. like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> so that's when I was like, aha, aha. But yeah, but uh, but yeah, but you know, let's, let's get back into it. Um, they did start off, uh, or it leads us into the monologue. And in the monologue, uh, it says, in the summer of 1955, a group of Negro men and women moved into a house on the north side of Chicago. Ten days later, three people went missing inside the house, never to be seen again. Pioneering is dangerous. Um, and so what, what, do you, what do you think of that point? Well, that, that kind of sets us up for what, why she, why they're in that house or, you know, this episode, because it comes, come to find out the story was supposedly true. And she found out through the cop, through the police, well, when they were arresting her, right, that right. it was a true story. Um, okay. And that was one of the reasons why her sister was like, no, we ain't supposed to be here. We not. The, and, and, and people kind of shied away from the fact of, no, it's not a good idea. I thought, oh, let's, let's get the hell out of here. Right. So, Everybody uh, so like the, the the pioneering is dangerous, I feel, is like when, you know, black people try to you do know, something different. Right. Like, you know, come to a new neighborhood uh-huh. and that's all white. And uh, and so then, you know, people kind of, you know, feel uh, threatened just by having black people in their neighborhood. And so they get on the offensive and get on the violent aspect that's why you know i kind of you know reading that last part pioneering is dangerous right you know what i mean when you come into a new settlement you don't know uh the mentality of certain of certain people right. you know what i mean that can place you in danger um it's and then it, we go into day one and we discuss uh, the murder house and that's when we see letty and ruby walking down the sidewalk and we see uh you know white people actually looking out of their window it's almost like they're like a, you know how they, they used to they look at. They can't believe that they had the audacity to move in our neighborhood. Right, and it's almost like how they kind of had. It and set they up. had, they're in the biggest house on the block. Yeah, and it is also kind of how they had it set up, where uh, you had the uh, um, the, uh, the the black uh, shit. I forgot what the fuck I was talking about. No, go ahead. Yeah, I forgot. I was, I was you were like you ain't gonna say it. You are not gonna say what you gonna say. I forgot what the hell I was talking about. Well, I was saying that it was. The, I would think that it's a little bit of jealousy as well of the fact that these African American people are moving into our neighborhood, into the biggest house on the block. Right, a, right. A mansion. Y'all moving into this mansion, and we, we these, you know, we're better than y'all. And you think you you can move in our neighborhood and you're equal to us? No. Right. Yeah. Now, so I remember now. So it's uh, you know basically like like from like a Jason first person point of view or the horror the villain. You know what I'm saying? In a horror movie, you have like the first person point of view when they're spying on their prey, mm-hmm. and they do that a lot. You know, I'm gonna put that uh, down as a like as well later on. But um, that's what you see. That's how. That's like the first start off when you see Letty and Ruby. Then you have like a white couple, I believe, or a white woman looking out the window as if she's like Jason and they're like the prey mm-hmm. and walking in the woods. You know what I mean? So um, I did. I did like that. And also, um, uh, we. Uh, 
see Hippolyta uh, going through it, going through it as if uh, her, you know, going through it after her uncle's death. And I think just trying to re- get reacquainted to life with living without, without him. Right. So it, it's it's like she's frustrated at the same time. She don't know what to do. At the same time, she wants her space. Things are not what she's used to. And so you can you can see that in her facial. She's not saying much, but you can see it in her facial reactions to certain situations. Like the fact when um Tick when Tick left the cup up. Yeah, when Tick was in the kitchen trying to cook them breakfast and she walked in the kitchen and he left the cup up, she that's like it's just a cup up, it's not a big thing, but if but with her it was an issue. It bothered her because her husband don't do things like that. So right. she can see the difference. Right. And then the fact that she was gonna she wanted to work on her finish her paper or her summary for her notes that she of her um yeah, because they do the green book. Yeah, the, the little yeah. green book that she was doing. And he's like, I took care of it. She's like, you did what? That's my job. That's what I do. Right. You did that? So it was like, yeah, she she was getting frustrated. And you and he's seen it too. So he's like, yeah, it's probably time for me to get the hell on. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> she, I, I'm overstaying my walk. She, yeah, she, she over me. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and also you have... Um, I, I, I can appreciate the fact that he did that because... Most, Most people, people wouldn't. Yeah, they'll, they, they'll, y'all you get, get to a used damn to it. Fight. You know, they'll get mad at you that you upset. Right, <laughs> right. You know. Then also we see ticking his. Or father. they'll kick you out your out their bed. It'll just like kick you right out the bed, roll you right out the bed onto the floor. <laughs> they'll do some rude <laughs> shit like that. Who are you talking about? Anyway, we have uh, sure. ticking his father who get into an argument about Uncle George after finding. Uh, Montrose Friedman drunk on the floor and uh, that's where Tick discusses uh, the stranger um, that actually helped out Montrose and Uncle George when they were younger and they were surrounded and this guy comes, the stranger comes with a baseball bat and that's why you notice at the beginning on episode one when uh, Tick was having that dream uh, the War of the Worlds dream Mm -hmm. with Mathulu uh, there was uh, Jackie Robinson with the baseball bat because that's what they called the the stranger, Jackie Robinson. You know, so that's why Jackie Robinson was always in Tick's dreams. And uh, I noticed too during the uh, conversation with uh, Montrose Freeman, uh, Tick's father, and Tick was that Montrose said something about white folks got magic on their side too, on the side too. So I kind of was like, did he mean that you know, like white people? Uh, got we we have magic and we just find out that white people have magic or is he saying that you know that's an extra uh, uh, not incentive but an extra uh, trait that white people have like they have magic too you know yeah, what I'm saying in along with them being evil they got magic too right so but no I, I think he meant the fact that they have the, the African Americans within the movies had magic and the white people have a form of magic as well okay. Yeah, that that part kind of made me, you know, stand out. And it's like they never talked about their family having magic. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I felt that was a little interesting. I mean, the whole situation that occurred with them in the mansion, all of that was magical. <laughs> so, some form of of but the father, stuff. the father didn't know that though. Well, the father. Are you talking about, talking about episode two, or are you talking about the third episode? I'm talking about episode two. The father, he wasn't there when he got didn't didn't he get? How did he get um the uncle get killed? No, he got shot. Yeah, he got shot. Yeah, but I mean, no, I'm just saying. And like, the light skinned girl, Lee, Lenny, Letty, Letty, Letty's supposed to be dead. So that's magical right there. But but yeah, no, I get that. I get the part why he would say white people got magic. That's evidence. Well, why he say that black people got magic? But I guess 
you know, from that perspective. Well, he didn't say black people had magic. He said they got magic too, which right. referencing that I got magic and they got magic too. But he never, it was nothing that was shown to show that black people had magic on the show. Other than the scene, his, 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 when they were talking about the fact that unless unless he's referring to his, his, the, the wife, yeah, that's what he's referring to. Because we don't know anything about uh, Tick's mother yet. Yeah, we don't know much about him, but we knew that he inherited something by right. them in the mansion. So that was that's some form of magic, right? And also, it goes into day two. Um, that's where uh, we meet the residents moving into the residence. Uh, area we meet the dog the resident dog baldwin named after james baldwin um also uh, uh it's three weeks after the funeral and the white neighbors are upset uh by you know the this black you know by, by black people moving in their neighborhoods and so what they do is they get their vehicles and they tie a uh, brick to the horn and make the horn sound off and you know like you know throughout the whole day just holding down on the doggone um horn to the car yeah yeah so that's enough to grab and drive somebody crazy right right then we go into day five um and we get our first ghost sighting uh where the ghost pulls the sheets off of letty we're in letty's room the ghost pulls the sheets off letty and we see the first ghost uh and then after that letty makes well the first ghost let's talk about her the first ghost, she looked like just an older African American woman with her mouth ripped off. But then, when she lifts her mouth up or lifts up a little bit to pull the sheets, then you see her 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 whole jawbone was like ripped off. Right. That right. was some cool um, makeup. makeup that oh, they yeah. used to do that. That was so cool. Okay. Yeah. So you know you, you did you notice that and. Uh, of course, when lady tries to get air, the horn is still wailing outside. So mm-hmm. their horn is wailing for days, looks like. And then, um, and then she goes down to the boiler room, hears a noise, and then uh, she steps over a bear trap. Um, you know, and mm-hmm. and and just uh, she it's sees something coming the from sailor, the cellar. The cellar just starts like somebody's trying to get out. Right. And she that's when she tore ass out there. Let me get the hell up out of here. Right. No questions asked. That's like I'm you, not... you did when I had when I was hiding in the kitchen, you was running to the front there from the front door and you saw me and you yo, you that head flew back like what the hell? You scared? <laughs> you, you gonna tie ass out the door. Huh? You're lucky you didn't run you up on me. You're lucky you didn't run up on me. But uh, <laughs> if I ran up on you, you would have fainted. You did oh! yeah. <laughs> and this little Put the floor quick. Scary <laughs> self. Yeah, anyway, then we go into day eight. Now, this is the day of the party. Um, a lot of people are uh, are throwing down. Um, lady before, this is on day five, Lady asked if uh, Tick was going to be at the party. He wasn't sure. Um, she eventually talks him into it. But uh, this is before he arrives um, at the party. And you have uh, Tick's cousin and some friends playing on the Ouija board. Um, so I felt like that was interesting because one of the kids had on the same outfit, dress outfit. And before we even get into that, they're playing on the Ouija board and they Chicago. ask a question. They're in Chicago and they ask a question like, hey, will I have a, a safe trip? Will I, will I enjoy my trip? And the Ouija board says, no. And at first I was like, why you know like is it going to be more to this what is this what does that even mean but then come to find out the kid that asked that question will you have a good trip 
It was actually Emmett Till. And so, um, hey, and then how you would know is uh, check out the tie, what the kid had on. The kid had on the same tie that Emmett Till had on in the picture that he took. Um, and, you know, like, I, I don't want to say before well, that, he died. That famous picture that, that we always show of Emmett Till, it shows like a double, the tie with, that looks like a shoestring or something. It was, it was like, it's like split. It's like yeah. white and black or something. You know, it's kind of like split down the middle. You know what I'm saying? In two different colors. Um, so yeah, so you had that. And uh, also Luigi Ward said George is dead. Now, I don't know why they would say George is dead if they knew George was dead. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if it said George is here, then that's different. But George is dead, I, I didn't get that because that's kind of evident that mm -hmm. George is dead. But um, uh, also we see Tick get jealous. Um, and we see uh, Letty dancing with somebody. Too. She was potentially trying to make him. She was a thirst trap just right there to make it. She was trying to make him jealous. I tried to because like they were playing the song Is You Is or Is You Ain't My Baby by Lewis Jordan. Mm -hmm. And then when she looked over there and she saw Tick looking at her, she got a little bit closer to that guy. She got a little bit more flirty with him. So why is that? Or why, 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 why is that? Is that because we the... know your ass walking and you had an opportunity to come dance with me and you was acting funny. So I'm gonna show you what you missed. Well, he just walked in the door. You saw he had. He should have been there. He should. He, 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 he had on his uniform. He had some business he had to take care of. So you saying? Okay. So you saying that if you have, don't know wait, what he wait, had to do. So you saying if if you had business to take care of, well, since you took care of your business first, I'm gonna mess with some other guy. But she don't know what he was doing, and that wasn't the point. The point was that she wanted him, him there with her. And he he came. came. He didn't he say what time. He, he didn't so, say what time so he was going to make wanted, it. She, she made it. She want to make him jealous and show him what he missed. He should have been there. Yeah, well. So it's like when you when you take too long when you be in there eating, taking your shower and shit. I eat all the goddamn food because you should have came early and you should have ate some food with me. Now you ain't got shit left. Why are you in my house while I'm taking a shower? Uh, I was hungry. <laughs> so you just so you just break in my house and eat my food? Is that what you telling me? Because I know because I know this my grape juice was gone. You know grape you juice is very valuable. That goddamn grape juice. We had a podcast to do, so I am here on time doing my part with the food ready to snack on prior to us doing this. But instead, you a procrastinator and you like to play. In the shower. Everybody got to have it issue. Listen. Eat all the goddamn food. Listen. The second ghost sighting and uh, happened, and that's when Tick makes his move. Um, we see uh, Letty. She's in the bathroom. Getting it. Getting it. And, getting it. And we find what's out. That, what's, the, what's that? W-A-P. Oh, well, I don't think that's how the song goes. Called? You just turned it to W-A-P. Yeah, that's what it goes. The song with uh, yeah, no, you're tripping anyway. Uh, she we find out that, or uh, he looks under and he sees blood, and then she says, I guess it's about that time. Now, what is yeah, it? Wait, 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 off that so i was like it must be something else to it because she too embarrassed about that because i mean if you could walk through mud you could fuck through blood ain't nothing embarrassed about <laughs> it is what it is but that she is was so definitely gross. embarrassed so i knew it was something more to the story that, that is that is so gross and that's why dudes <laughs> Men you know, gross about that. Yeah, that's why men always freak out about pretty blood. Some people they do the they do the towel thing, but what's uh, the towel thing? 
man, all right. So I remember one time I was with somebody. I'm not going to say who. Um, but it was a, a long time ago. I was in Seaport's family. And the uh, only thing I know is the person, I, I, you know, I didn't know. I thought, I, I don't know what I was thinking. And the person, like, I was, I'm on my period, but, you know, we can still do it. Just lay down the towel. So I'm like, all right, cool. So then we do it. And it's dark. It's dark in the room. I can't see anything. And so after, you know, I guess, you know, I can't, she can't, and we both fell asleep. And I wake up now that you hear the birds twer- uh, chirping and, you know, stuff like that. Now, mind you, I'm still. <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wake up, it looked like Freddy Krueger and Jason <laughs> had a had a tag team match y'all and slaughtered did it, bro. everybody in the room. I mean, it was me, y'all, all y'all did it, bro. over the place. And I was like, good Lord, I just ran to the shower. It was just like, I was just washing blood off me. I felt like I was in the psycho movie. It was the blood was just coming off me while I was in the shower. I was like, oh God, she was so embarrassed. And uh, she was just, we had that quiet, quiet trip back to the crib. I was all dropping off. Just, Did you call her the next day? No, that's why. That's why one day I um I actually went to uh I went to I knew I knew their uh, sibling. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say too much information. I want them to... right. So as I, was, as I was saying, I knew their sibling, and so I think I went over to her house for a birthday party. And at the uh, at the party, that's where awkwardness. Yeah, so <laughs> that's where I saw the uh, the sister. She kind of threw her hands up like in a cross position, like I'm a vampire, which is ironic. I mean, dealing with blood. But anyway, that's, uh, that's, you're a vampire, all right? You yeah, fell asleep you know. up in that. Uh, anyway. It was like sweet blood, Jesus. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so uh, also it goes to the police arrest when the police arrested a lady, and we actually have a Freddie Gray moment with the policeman. And uh, for those who don't know about Freddie Gray, on April 12th of 2015, a 25-year-old Freddie Gray from the West Baltimore area was arrested um, for having a switchblade, and he was placed in a transportation van. Now, 45 minutes later, he was found unconscious with his spinal cord nearly severed. Now, I think uh, that's where they got that whole idea from where uh, Letty, uh, the police officer, holds on to the little rope and they swerve the uh, transport van. And Letty, like, gets busted up pretty bad, busts her mouth open, um, and busts her head open. So, you know. Um, I think that's the what... Sad, sad, the really sad part of, about the situation is that all of these gruesome things that are occurring are shit that actually really did happen to black people. Ain't right. that that's fucked up? Right. These are... This, this is, it's, it's when they're watching on TV, it's like crazy. And then think about that this actually happened to a human, an African, a human because of their being African-American is... That is insane. Right. Yeah. You know, then we go to, uh, oh, then that's when we find out from the police when the police tell Letty that eight dead niggers' body parts were found in her house. And, you know, like you said, you know, that was a way for, um, what are you saying? Is that was a way for, um, 
opportunity to get kicked out. Well, that was well. He told her that because they were he was hoping that they they get uh, they leave. Right. They, the 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 bottom line is they don't want the black people in their neighborhood. Right. They didn't want the black people to live probably in their town. So in his mind, he's going to say whatever he has to say to get their ass up out of there. Right. And so then uh, you had day ten where we discuss where they discussed the Winthrop House and the uh, Harem Howard Epstein. Now, Horatio Winthrop built the house, who was also a member of the Sons of Adam, or the Son of Adam, the house that Letty uh, bought. Now, he was pressed that Titus was the only one that uh, could decipher the Book of Names. Now, Titus is a descendant of, um, of, uh, of, of Tick. And so that, that Titus is an ancestor of Tick. And so uh, Winthrop was uh, pressed that Titus was the only one that could decipher the book of names. So he stole pages and created it uh, his own occult. And I guess through the book of names, you can you know have different powers and things of that nature. Um, you can learn spells and stuff like that. So we find out from uh, Christina Rathwhite, AKA Carmen San Diego, <laughs> that uh, Tick, you know, late, well, at the end, you know, Tick tries to uh, to kill her. Yeah. yeah, you know. But, but before we get to that, um, uh, we had Harum uh, Howard Epstein, which I think was named after uh, Epstein that killed himself. Who had like the whole island of of mm-hmm. um, sex traffic or whatever, sex traffickers or whatever. So, um, but yeah, so we find out that he was doing experiments on like people, just like how. Uh, black people uh, were experimented on in the past. You know, you had the movie Miss Evers Boys that discussed about the um, the uh, syphilis mm-hmm. that was given to that. You know, that was given to uh, black men, I believe, at that time, and they tried to see how it was spread within the black affects, community. Yeah, yeah. affects the human body, how it was treated. They used them as experiments and didn't even. They didn't even notify them. They didn't even know that they signed up for this. Right. And then you also had the um, with experiments where they would use birth control, um, experiment birth control on black women. You know what I mean? And they wouldn't give them any type of anesthesia, anything, you know, to de- not deal with the pain. They actually wanted them to go through the so pain. You can see how much pain that a woman's body can get yeah, you can take or whatever. So, you know, same thing with COVID. They were trying to do it in Africa and the poor, poor countries in Africa. Oh yeah, they, they wanted to experiment. Even some people, I think, from France or something like that. Like, hey, they should experiment, you know, on the Africans in Africa. You know, so it's mainly that you know the whole and and, and it's and it's not only you know through you know getting medicines or you know they only do, they do things like that for fun as well. You know, like like as one of the ghosts we've seen. Uh, one of the ghosts had a baby head, you know, so you, you could tell that they severed the head off a baby and put it on a basketball player just for fun, you know what I'm saying? And that was in the, uh, the series. And so um, then that's when we find out that Christina Brathwaite, uh, when uh, Tick tries to kill her at the end, uh, we find out the twist was, you know, that she actually had the money uh, given to uh, Letty. Yeah, Lady Mama didn't give her that money right. You did it. She didn't deny it or she didn't didn't acknowledge it. But we kind of see the fact that she has those magical powers that she can do things and make people think that something else happened. The yeah. way that she was made, she was able to have them erase the fact that they saw those demons in the um, 
in the forest. Right. Yeah. And so she may maybe she made Liddy think that her mama gave her that money when actually it came from her. Right. I don't know what the well I guess the, the, the hidden agenda of, about around that situation is she wanted Liddy to buy that house so she can so they can go find what she needs them to find. So, um, yeah, you're right. You're correct on that. And also, uh, I noticed uh, oh, oh, what actually happened was Tiki held the gun up to uh, Christina and put it in her face and was just like, you know, he was going to kill her. Like, hey, I want you to stay away from my family or whatever the case may be. And she used the powers. And she like, used both of her powers. She used her magical powers and she used her white power. And she told privilege. him, yeah, her white privilege saying, hey. Don't forget, I'm a white woman and you a black man. What you think gonna happen if you do anything to me? She used the powers of Karen. Yeah, she used, but she used both of her powers. He, he said that she got powers too. She used that black. I mean, she used that that magic power and she used that white privilege power. Yeah, the, the power of Karen. So anyway, um, oh yeah. So your dislikes. What are your dislikes for this film? Well, I don't have many dislikes because, again, I really, really, I'm really digging this series. This series was filmed wonderfully, um, written beautifully. Um, oh, well, this is the dislike part. So again, I don't have any dislikes. Right, so let, let, I, I dislike that this is that this is a goddamn series, and I gotta wait a whole fucking week to see another episode. I don't like that. All right, so that's a dislike. You I went know. right into your likes. So now it's time for me to do my dislikes. So, How you know I had no more dislikes? Because you said you didn't have any dislike. I, I dislike that lady hair so goddamn big and her body is so little. How she gonna, she look like she one of them damn experiments. Her <laughs> hair is too big for her body. She look like a bobblehead. <laughs> I dislike that. Well, I dislike the characters. I felt like the characters were strong, but I felt like the story wasn't strong in this one. Um, I felt like it was the weaker out of the out of the other two uh, storylines. Um, it was a bit slow for my liking. I wasn't into the white ghost that formed from the photographs. I felt like that was a little, a little cheesy. Um, I wasn't feeling the uh, black ghosts uh, because of not knowing the characters and their seeing their posts. Yeah, because I felt like it should have been like kind of like how they did uh, Thirteen Ghosts, where it was like we knew we saw the torment that each ghost went through. To identify with those ghosts to be like all right this is what this ghost went through and then by them being black ghosts or black characters um that have turned into ghosts um we can empathy we can have empathy for what happened to them we can see how brutal, but they not the story. we can see how brutal epstein was with these ghosts i'm sorry now you go ahead that was not the story so i understand why they didn't go in that direction because then it's going to deter you from the actual story that's the story. Them ghosts eat the story. They already dead. Let the ass sleep in peace. Whatever. I mean, that, what is it? Rest in peace. Okay. And then likes. So I, you must have plenty of likes for this. Let's hear your likes. I love the makeup in this episode. Um, again, the gory scenes, they were done wonderfully. I like that Liddy got that bet and she was beating that car with a bet. Beat that car with a bet. Hey, hey. Beat that car with a bet. Hey, hey, hey. I beat it. I beat it. I beat that with a bet. Hey, hey. I, 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 like, I like that. 
Um, I like that um, Liddy, she lost her virginity. That was cool, and that was interesting too, right? So that made, made, made you take you back to your childhood years? Nope, it didn't. It did not, but um, I enjoyed it. Oh, okay. Now, the, uh, I would say childhood years, that's too young. Uh, your teenage years, I should say. Not your business. <laughs> so, uh, the likes. The likes, uh, what I did like, I did like that the, as I mentioned earlier, that the white people through, peeking through the blinds um, different shots when they show Letty's house um, they always show it from the perspective of a white person peeking through their blinds each neighbor each different neighbor um, even when Letty first moved into the house and I kind of shows like as I said before where the monsters are um, you have the monsters that that peek on their prey like you have the Jason Voorhees that looks at the prey to see where they're going when they're wandering through the woods and stuff like that so they made it from the perspective of the monster like like watching out on their prey getting can't wait to tell on them you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying instead of killing them we're gonna tell on you you know <laughs> so but uh also too you did have other groups you know other group of people who were more violent you know what i mean that actually was watching them too that later on uh entered the house uh with Letty, remember Letty brought the uh, voodoo priestess. Mm-hmm. But, and, and what is it about goats? Is goats magical or something? What is it about goat blood? I don't Cause know. I got this bump on my face, and I wonder if I put some goat blood on it, is it gonna make this this blemish go away off my cheek? I think you should try it. You try def- to go. Well, you get, can I get? You think I can get some from Amazon? You think they got some goat blood on Amazon? No, but you could probably go to Orangeburg, South Carolina. They probably got some goats. They got a lot of animals. I gotta go in somebody's backyard and kill the goat myself. Pretty much. I don't want to do that. I want some already pre-packaged goat blood. <laughs> I was gonna say something else, but that's too gross. But uh, <laughs> oh, you just gonna try to get me to go with your girlfriend that you had in Savannah? I don't want that. I don't. I want goat blood, not cold blood. Goat blood. I would be so sick of this stuff for that. I would not go in there. Yeah, it's, yeah. But anyway, uh, also, uh, Liddy's virginity, as you mentioned earlier, I felt like that was her stepping into her womanhood. And if you notice, right after she broke her virginity she became become she became more responsible and that's all she needed sometimes all you need to get through the day <laughs> you get that d you just you just ready ready to take on the world <laughs> it's better than coffee i'm telling you sometimes <laughs> and at night time it help you sleep <laughs> yeah, you're crazy anyway also you have uh the, the men, I notice in horror movies, the men are usually in the in the denial role. You know, like they mysterious things are always happening, and the men are like, "It's a reasonable reasonable explanation for this." You know what I'm saying? They kind of did it with this with uh, Tick. You know, they uh, they kind of uh, made it to where he was second guessing Letty, but it made sense. You know what I mean? Like even though they went through what they went through, that was in another town. You know what I'm saying? They're back at, at their home. And you area. know, Lady just needs some rest. She's just sleepy, that's all. Right, you know, and she's back at her area, and she he's thinking that she might just be freaked out of what she experienced, right. you know, you know, beforehand with the, Which the makes vampire sense. dogs. I mean, yeah, true. that's what I'm saying. I, I like that. I, I, did, I did like it. Didn't, 
it just didn't, wasn't like a person is floating on the ceiling and all of a sudden there's a reasonable explanation for this there's no ghost you know what i mean mm-hmm. i hate that they always do that in those other movies this one it was kind of like maybe your mind is just playing tricks like on like i believe you really believe what you're saying i know he that's what he was like i understand that's what you really believe what happened i know that's what you really believe but you have you've been stressed so maybe right. you can't trust what your mind is telling, telling you. you right and also uh, it was something you brought up how george's wife uh loves astrology you know um she's a big really big in astrology you know she has the telescope that's in her room um uh hippolyta and then um also when she walked in a room in Letty's house it just it was just there yeah it was like, just like how like, every room got something that everybody liked no what well it was the um it was the globe the solar system mm-hmm. um our, our solar system it had all the planets there whatever the case and uh, so I thought that was, you know, that was interesting. Um, also, the sister conflict, I felt that that was pretty interesting. And I felt like that was great acting between the two actresses that uh, were playing um, uh, Letty and uh, Ruby. And they always have great uh, 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 chemistry together, I feel. And uh, that's how we got the line, uh, you ain't fucked up, you're just fucked up. You know what I mean? I felt like that was a bar. You know what I'm saying? Also, I like how they show when voodoo is done by white people, it does harm. But or when white person like the put, portrays that in their films, it does harm. But when black people portray it, it's to help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you had uh, 1804. You know what I mean? They use voodoo against the um, uh, the colonizers. Actually, they're the slave uh, captors, um, and that's how they won the Haiti Revolution. You know what I mean? That's how they got free. Um, you saw you saw that movie, didn't you? Eighteen oh four. I don't think so. Oh, the Haitian Revolution. Mm-hmm. I gotta give you the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't watch it. Oh, okay. So yeah. So anyway, um, I felt like that was interesting. Um, also, uh, uh, the police letting victims do harm like that, like like letting civilians, excuse me, do harm to black people or anybody that wants to help black people. And they do that today, you know, like you got the militias that want to do harm to blacks. Because um, if it's not Dylan Ruth, you know, it's a cow uh, Rittenhouse um, in the Kenosha, Wisconsin situation where you had, you know, just protesters and they, two of them were killed. You know what I mean? One was uh, severely injured, you know what I mean? And, and then the, what's really messed up to me that I thought was just a smack in the face is the fact that when they show when they did the story about the young man they talked about how he did um community he was cleaning graffiti from the walls right right you know and like they paint they paint you in a good light and right. then somebody they else paint him in a good light but when you're dealing with black people who are victims they want to talk about their criminal past right they always do that and did you see the one where they say well okay here's a meme uh for uh what's his name the serial killer buddy ted bundy mm-hmm. they were like here's ted bundy washing dishes you know what i'm saying <laughs> like you know like you know so what, what does that mean he's still a killer you know what i mean so I felt yeah that that was that was pretty interesting, and then also the white supremacist losing his head in the elevator shaft that was pretty cool. You see like the blood shooting out like it stayed on the blood Again, and shooting the from the neck. The makeup was awesome. They did a great job with the, with those you know, yeah, the prosthetics mm-hmm. and the you know and the, you know the uh, I don't know what you call them you know the, but yeah that, that was good. I wonder that they used goat's blood for the neck. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, uh, um, also the message, you know, I did like the message, you know, stay connected to your ancestors. Uh, I did talk to some people that was online and they said that uh, that was one of the things that made them tear up was the fact that, uh, you know, uh, being... <laughs> Uh, one, like uh, one of the things that made them tear up was the ancestor scene, where the ancestor decided to um, <laughs> the ancestors stop. Spit it out! What you want to know? Anyway, the ancestor uh, decided uh, to come together with um, with Letty, and so I felt like that was uh, pretty interesting and. And that connection, you know, that you need to have with your ancestors. And, you know, some even groups try to use that against us. Like, you know, do this for your ancestors or whatever the case may be. But it's like we need to have our own connection with our ancestors and not have anybody tell us what connection we need to have. And also the twist uh, that the money came from Christina Brathwaite and not Lady's mother. Um, it was put out there. Uh, also, it was put out there that Martin Luther King dated a white woman named Betty Moyes. And his name was Martin Luther King. It was Michael King. I kind of knew about the Michael King thing, but I kind of like let it, you know, I, you know, I just let it go. You know what I'm saying? I, was just like, I don't know if it's true or not. I didn't do any research, but I did hear about the Michael King. But I definitely didn't know Martin Luther What's King was the, Can you tell us the story about Michael King, please? Well, basically his father... I forgot where the father went to. He was a he was a Michael he was a Michael King I guess senior movie. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, so what ended up happening was he liked the name Martin. I forgot what country he went to. I think he went to Italy. If I'm not mistaken, he liked the name Martin. And so when he came back to the United States, he changed his three-year-old son or five-year-old. He changed son. his name first. First, then right? Since his and, son was a junior, he had to change his son name. Right. That is correct. And so, uh, let's have comparisons. Who would you compare this episode to? <clears throat> I would compare this episode to, of course, the Indiana Jones aspect of it, always. And America Horror Story Season 1 Murder House. I, I was thinking that. I was thinking that, but um, I only used See, it. See, I don't even tell you shit no more because you try to take your, you try to take my comparisons. No, I actually my comparisons are better than yours. What's your comparison? The Haunting in Connecticut, uh, Supernatural. That's what I want to compare this whole episode, the whole series to a Supernatural, like a black version. Because it's almost like you have a monster of the day type of thing, um, along with the story that connects. Um, also, 13 Ghosts. Which you had all the different ghosts. So, what would you give this rating? I gave it nine malfunctioning elevators. Oh, nine? Okay. Nine. Right. Well, I give this seven and a half. We are a white community. Undesirables must go picket signs. Okay. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Yeah. Can you say that five times? Seven and a half. We are a white community. Undesirables must go picket signs. Too slow. We are a white community. Undesirables must go picket signs. Seven and a half. All right, folks. We hope you all enjoyed this week's version of... And if you haven't started watching these dog, this doggone um, series, you need to start. And if you guys can give us your password to your... Um, 
what is it called? Give me your password to Showtime. Is that what it comes on? It's not Showtime. It's HBO Max. HBO. I need I need somebody's password so I can get an HBO on the go so I can watch it on my phone. I'm at work. Look us up. Leave it in the comments. HBO Max. Or you can direct message me. You can find me on Instagram at NikkiLB1. You can send the password information there. Thank you. All right. So, uh, and also you can find me at Critical Blue Reviews, Critical with the K on Instagram. You can find me on Critical Blue Reviews, Critical with the K on Twitter. You can find me on Critical Blue, that's Critical Blue, Critical with the K on uh, Facebook. Okay. All right, folks, that is it for the Lovecraft Country, the Holy Ghost, episode three. We apologize that this is kind of kind of long, but we really, really enjoy this. A lot of information. Yeah, we really, really enjoy it. Alright, folks, you guys stay safe. Uh, make sure you keep up with your family and friends. Make sure they're good and protect yourselves. And uh, don't be assholes and get your family infected. You know, don't do that. Because I know people do stuff like that. They don't care. They go out to a party, not wear a mask, and bring it right back home to Nana. You know what I'm saying? And get everybody doggone sick. And then want to blame them that they got them sick. You know what I mean? So, anyway, don't do it. Wear a mask. Yeah, I heard that The Rock had the, had the coronavirus, too. Oh, do you have some news for us? Thank you, people, and we will see, we'll, we will hope you guys hear from us sometime next week. Peace! And don't be an ass. Wear a mask. Thank you.